What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Wednesday edition of the show. It is March Mock, the beginning of it. Kyle is on some type of high this morning. Welcome. Name that song. Uh, no idea. Thriller? Michael Jackson? Uh, I know Thriller. I just didn't recognize it from your... <laughs> what is How that? was that? that was, was that better? Now that I knew that it was Thriller, uh, it was da, easier da, da, to da, identify. Da, da. Yeah, I'm fired up, man. I told you on the pre-show, I've had two white monsters already. It's 8.13 in the morning. That's what is it's the sprint. We're in the sprint to the finish, Joe. There's like six weeks till the draft. 50 days, 50 days. Guys. Jeez Louise. What yeah. So I've got, I got, a, I got some reports to write and we got a lot of content coming out at the draft network and I'm, I'm running, you know how I am with my spreadsheets, right? Yeah. I spent three hours last night in a Google doc, plugging in and running final scores for players from the NFL combine. So I have all final grades for all offensive players that I have provided. I have their final grade. So I know I formally have like QB one, QB two, QB three, OT one, OT two, OT three. So like I'm in a, I'm in a great mood. I need to go back to the, uh, you've had two monsters today. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Ordron, coach. O pounds eight. Eight to ten per day. So you're on pace with him. So well, shut up. No, he doesn't. You've never read this? No. Yeah. He does eight to ten per day. Eight to ten. Oh guys. my! I love this man. Hey Joe. Here's his goldfish. Give me a white monster. Here's his quote. Sit down with some gumbo. If we goldfish. if we do something LSU, we're doing it full speed. That was his response to being asked about drinking eight to ten per day. Oh my god. This man is a national treasure. Imagine being USC and not keeping him so you can have Clay Helton. I can't believe you didn't know this. No. Okay. It's well, a life-changing revelation, though. Yeah. All right. We got hey, some what? Name, hold on. No, before you get there, name two offensive pl- prospects. I'll tell you who I have higher. Not quarterbacks. Two offensive prospects? Okay. Non-quarterbacks. Non-quarterbacks. I will give you Jerry Judy. And I will give you Mikai Becton. Uh, Jerry Judy has a top 10 film grade. Mikai Becton is a first round film grade. So Jerry Judy's higher. Yeah. How about, how about two guys in the same tier? How about my top three? How about the top four offensive tackles? Yeah. Rank them for us. Okay. Well, I have Wills as a top 10 grade. So he's one. I formally, everything has been run. Tristan Wirfs is OT2. Makai Becton is OT3. Andrew Thomas is OT4. There's going to be a lot of different iterations of that, I think, for people. Yes, yes, there is. And we'll probably get some different iterations with this mock draft, too. Yeah. 
It's going to come down to fit, in my opinion. So I bet you they all that, come off the board today. We're doing the first 16 picks. That is correct. Yeah. All right. So the format this time is you're picking AFC teams. I'm yes. picking NFC teams plus the Buffalo Bills. But the Bills don't pick until tomorrow unless they trade up into oh, the top six. I see what you did there. Same deal with trades. There will be trades in this mock draft, but the um, both GMs have to agree to the the possibility, and then it's the first offer, right? It has to go through on the Draft Network's mock draft machine. Correct. Okay. We don't do mock drafts without the noise. Let's go. The 2020 Draft Dudes March Draft is now open. The Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. Would anyone like to make a trade? None of the NFC teams do. (laughs) I can think of a few AFC teams that would probably like to, but nothing that's going to get the job done. Cincinnati, let's keep it simple here and keep the line moving because I'm sure we'll eat up time on some of these other picks. Joe Burrow's the pick. All right, Redskins are on the clock at number two. They pick Chase Young. Wait. (laughs) Oh, okay. Chase Young's the pick. Cool. Yes. All right. So now here we go. The draft starts, right? The draft officially starts now. All right. The Detroit Lions on the clock at number three. Um, there's some quarterbacks on the clock. Would the Miami Dolphins like to move up for a quarterback? No. Oh, wow. I'm going to call your bluff. And if you if you take it, I feel good with my other options. Yeah. Well, the Carolina Panthers aren't mo- interested in moving up either. So. Detroit has no choice but to sit here and get a player. And that's okay. They're going to get the best player available. Jeff Akuda. They're going to get a good player. And they're going to get Jeff Akuda. Whether Darius Slay is back or not, this team, man, needs some help at corner. They need help in a lot of spots. They'd love to trade back potentially, still get one of these premium players and some extra picks. But guess what? The way things are trending right now, maybe three's not quite in demand as much as they hoped. So we sit here and get Jeff Akuda. You know, um, a friend of TDN, Ben Albright, yep. uh, came out after the combine and was pretty much like, there, there's zero percent chance either Washington or Detroit takes a quarterback if they're forced to sit in their picks. So all this posturing, it's all much ado about nothing, which we kind of figured that it was. Yeah. All right, I'm back on the clock. This is the Joe moment here. You'll have wow. your in a little bit. Uh, the New York football giants are on the clock here at number four. And uh, anybody want to move up? Tackle. Here comes that fitted tackle, man. Anybody coming? Anybody coming? Um, they're gonna have to no, sit here. Well, pick, huh? Yeah, I, I don't think anybody is is that incentivized, especially after the run with the first three guys going the way we thought it would. I can make a strong case for Isaiah Simmons here, Kyle. I really could. Um, I think it'd be a good pick for them, but. I think this goes back to you took Daniel Jones in the top 10 last year. He was sacked on 8% of his passes, had a billion fumbles, and you've got to you know improve the protection around him. So what I want to do here is I want to think about Dave Gettleman and which offensive tackle I think he will like, the one that he would prefer and be predictive here. I can see him liking Andrew Thomas and those 36-inch arms and that starting pedigree in the SEC. I can see him liking a 360-pound man that runs 5-1, right? <laughs> I, I, Mikai Becton. Um, Werfs. <sighs> Isn't it crazy how he's kind of like, I don't want to say become an afterthought, but like he kind of has, and like you hear some rumblings that the, the league may want to move him inside to guard. I don't get that. Neither do I. 
And then, of course, Jedrick Wills, who I believe is the best tackle in the class. Who's also become kind of an afterthought for the discussion for the Giants. Oh, my God. I can't believe Jedrick's going to fall. Okay. I I could flip a coin here, and I'm going to. I'm going to flip a coin, and I'm going to go between Becton, oh my Lord. Becton and Tom. I hope this is how Gettleman actually decides well, it, too. Here's the challenge. I don't actually have a coin, so I have a post-it notepad here. The the side that is the bottom of the post-it notes is going to be Thomas. The side of the post-it no, post-it notes that is actual post-it notes will be Becton. Here's the flip, and it's Becton. Mikai Becton, the number four <laughs> pick in the draft to the New York Giants. Cutting edge draft projections here on draft dudes. <laughs> there it is. All right. So the Dolphins' patience has paid off. And this, I'm going to continue to be a big champion and proponent of this. Um, but they've called the bluff of the teams in front of them. None of them actually technically need a quarterback. None of them take a quarterback. So now the Dolphins are picking here at five. And the Dolphins have done a, a really great job of kind of throwing the league off their scent. Uh, and as the dust settles, you know, you, you're still hearing conflicting things. I know our friends over at Pro Football Network are indicating that uh, behind Burrow and Tua, uh, Jordan Love is actually higher than Justin Herbert on their board. And then you you hear from Armando Salguero at the Miami Herald that uh, Justin Herbert's the backup plan and could potentially be ranked higher than Tua when you factor in the medicals. And then obviously, uh, I forget who somebody somebody said at the end of the day, like they really want Joe Burrow, which I'm sure they do, but you, you're not going to touch him, <laughs> right? Sure. And then you, they've been tied to Tua for 12 months, so it, this quarterback carousel for this team could could literally go any which way. Uh, Tua has a big medical coming up on medical checkup coming up on Monday, in which case, if he's cleared. He has a month of football activities and workouts to get himself ready for a throwing session, which would take place on March 9th. Let's assume all of that goes according to plan, Joe, right? I like Justin Herbert a lot. I like Jordan uh, Love a lot. But if you're going strictly off my tape assessment, Tua has better tape. And if you're going to assume that he has the chance to throw and is medically cleared. I think there's too much smoke here to just completely blow off. You know, I'm going to continue to probably go back and forth on what my preferred outcome would be, but if they're both there and two is healthy, you can't argue with, I think he's got better film with what he's put on display throughout the 2018 and 2019 seasons between the vertical offense with Loxley and the West coast offense uh, in 2019. So give me two here at five to the Dolphins. After all we've been through, it's going to continue. It's going to continue to change. I'm, I'm going to continue to swing back and forth like a pendulum. Just so you know, smart, smart. You, you'll have all the takes covered on both sides, and you'll be ready for either well, outcome. It's not like I'm, I'm working my way into an out either. It's just I genuinely trust the coaching staff, and I want to explore what all the options are so that the fan base is ready for any. Because there's no shortage of outcomes this team can go. Do you remember when we did factor fiction on this podcast? Yeah, I do. All right, you're getting a factor fiction right now. Okay. Fa- factor fiction. There is a 100% chance that the Miami Dolphins come away from the 2020 draft with either Justin Herbert or Tua Tungavaloa. Ooh. 100%. See, a, no, I won't say 100%. <laughs> 
So then there's even that possibility to consider, brother. This is crazy. Right. It's the, what is to stop this team from taking best player available at five and then sure. looking to trade up from 18 to get in front of like the Raiders and the Colts to draft a quarter, but to draft quarterback at, at 12 or 10 or eight or seven here, here. Oh, you ready for galaxy brain? Just hit me. Yeah. The, the dolphins do exactly what you're saying. They're at number five, Kyle. They could pick Don't. Isaiah Simmons. They could pick Derek Brown, right? They could pick a good player don't, like that. Don't ruin my move that I'm already planning for once you're on the clock. Next. You've already picked Tua. It doesn't matter. But I still want to move up. Okay, well, listen to me. This won't happen because of what I'm about to say. The pan, the, the Dolphins let Tua and Herbert get past them at five. They pick Simmons or something like that. Yep. Then they really do buy into the fact that Carolina is looking to really stockpile for next year. You move up from 18 to seven and you get the quarterback. Yep. And you come away with Simmons and Herbert slash Tua. Right. All right. That won't happen here because Tua has been drafted at five, unless you do the reciprocal of that now and, I don't know if reciprocal was the right word, but if you think about that, the, all right. So the inverse of that, yeah, yeah. Well, the the Panthers will be open for business. Let me just tell you, and, and the Dolphins are interested in moving up. But let's get this Chargers pick out of the way first. This team needs okay. quarterback and offensive line. Okay. We've heard that they may be in the the veteran quarterback market. See, but for this exercise right here. Do they have a veteran quarterback that's on their roster? I think we have to, in our minds, somewhat predict that and make the picks accordingly. Okay. Because that, I mean, that's why I wanted to ask because if we're assuming they do have a veteran quarterback, which we're under the impression they're going to move and get one, I think it changes the dynamics here a little bit. In which case, I'm going to take the hottest name on the offensive line market, the guy who blew the doors off the combine, and if he failed at tackle for some odd reason, you could always move him inside to guard where a few people want to put him right now. Tristan Wirfs at six. Going to make that pick for the L.A. Chargers. Panthers are on the clock, and we are open for business, Miami. Ring, ring. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Is this uh, Marty Herney? Mm-hmm. Hey, Marty, this is uh, Chris Greer over at the Miami Dolphins. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, I, I know you guys are, are planning on uh, doing a pretty drastic rebuild, and, and as somebody who's who's done that himself over the past 12 months, I thought you might be interested in some extra draft capital. What do you think? Oh, sure, we're interested, but, man, we really like this linebacker from Clemson right down the road here. think he'd be a big fan favorite. We just lost, sure. lost Luke Keekley. So, hey, listen, we we appreciate the call, but we we, we, we don't mind sitting here and picking Isaiah Simmons. Well, yeah, I mean, you you got to do what you got to do, but I figured I would at least make an offer and see if it's worth oh, your while. Sure, sure. And we, we'd definitely be interested in draft picks next year as well, in, in addition to, of course, 18. Okay, so if I were going to offer you, you know, as Carolina, we'll put, you, uh, we'll put you in the top here of the bucket, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to offer you for the seventh overall pick, I'm going to offer you 18, so you slide back 11 spots. I'm going to offer you 39, 
and I'm going to offer you 70. Okay. Um, you're the Dolphins, right? The, yes, I'm Chris Greer of All the right. Dolphins. All right, That's thanks, correct. Chris. Can you repeat the offer again? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to offer you 18, 39, and 70. Okay. Is that an is that a, an offer you're interested in exploring? You know what about what about uh, instead of that that pick seventy we get we get that Houston second first rounder next year. You drive a hard bargain, you know that. Well, you know it's we're focused on the future, and it's that future capital would help us next year. And you want to get inside the top ten, and you're asking me to move outside of the top fifteen. What if I gave you? Three. What if I gave you eighteen? 39 and Miami second round pick next year, which should be in the, the first half of the second round. Now we're, we're looking to, to get another first round pick next year. And we're not going to have a whole lot of chances to do that. Uh, if we take this, this offer. Okay. So I'm going to give you 18 39 and Houston's one. Okay. Yeah. We'll take that now for the sake of, you know, putting the, uh, the trade here in the, the machine, what pick do would you like me to put in for evaluation yeah, of that first dude, round pick, Joe? Just put in all the rest of the picks to make sure it gets done, Kyle, for, for oh, the purposes okay. behind the okay, scenes. Okay, right on. Because right we're on. only doing a first round mock draft. We need to see what right. happens. So. That's right. So so I'm going to move up from 18, hypothetically, I'm going to move up from 18 to 7. I'm going to give you 39. Houston's one next year. Yeah, sounds and, good to uh, us. And I, I get to pick 20. I still get to pick at 26. Yep, sounds good. Okay, great. Let's let's go ahead and offer the trade here. And uh, just behind the scenes, Kyle, do do whatever you need to do to make that work. Well, I think we put because you said put all the picks in. Yeah, the Panthers don't want it anymore, or the Dolphins don't want it. The anymore. Dolphins, it's too too rich for the Dolphins, and I know I'm overpaying. So I gave. I, by the way, Kyle, I just gave everything the Panthers had back to the Dolphins except for that second uh, everything. So oh. And it, and it yeah. worked. Yeah, it works. <laughs> oh well, then, then we're good. It's we I was worried that we were going to have to like finesse it a little too hard here. We did, but uh, it, we got what we needed for this <laughs> for this scenario. Great, great. All so right, Miami so, is now on the clock. Oh, yeah, th- there yeah. we go. Their trade's been accepted on my end as well. So now I'm on the clock, and man, I only dreamed of getting here, and I'm actually here now. I could pick. Jedrick Wills reuniting yep. with Tua. I could draft Caleb on chase on and boost my pass rush. I could draft Isaiah Simmons. I think there's few places in the NFL that could make more of an impact with Isaiah Simmons than the Miami Dolphins. That's going to be my pick here. Really rare, explosive athlete. Unicorn defender. Let's lock it in. So Tua at five. Isaiah Simmons at seven for the Dolphins. Okay. And the Panthers come away with 1839 and Houston's first round pick next year. Yes. Okay. All right. I got the Arizona Cardinals here at number eight. Um, You know, hey, Raiders, Colts, you want to come up and get Herbert? No, not yet. No? Okay. No, I'm good. All right. Fine. Fine. We'll sit here and take C.D. Lamb, get us a weapon for Kyler Murray, one that he's familiar with, one that Cliff Kingsbury can really maximize in this offense. 
you get a year with C.D. Lamb learning underneath Larry Fitzgerald. Let's go. C.D. Lamb's pick. All right. Jacksonville Jaguars on the clock at nine. And Joe, I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but uh, this team has a desperate need at cornerback because 12 months ago they had A.J. Bouye and Jalen Ramsey, and now they have neither one of them. They have needs everywhere <laughs> on defense. Well, it makes it a lot easier to see Isaiah Simmons come off the board before their pick. I could pick Derek Brown here. Yeah. But I think I'm going to get some attractive options. If, I, if I'm going to take a corner, now is the time. Because this guy has tested himself into a position where he's probably not getting past Dallas at 17. I'm going to pick C.J. Henderson from Florida here at nine. Big winner from the combine. He's long. He's fluid. He plays good press man coverage. He's going to be my next star corner here. And he's a local kid coming from, from Gainesville across the state to come over to Duval County and play for the Jaguars. Good pick. Cleveland Browns on the clock. Is anybody interested in uh, wheeling and dealing here? Well, I don't really have any t- any teams in the in the striking distance here that would make sense, so we're good. All right. Cleveland, Cleveland I, I think is listen, especially in this scenario where only one offensive tackle has come off the board in this new Cleveland regime, like you could see them moving back, man. Right. And I'm I'm sitting here trying to do the math if it would make sense from a You know what? I think Indy I think Indy wants to get on the line here. Unless Tampa Bay wants to get on the line here. Tampa's good. Tampa's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think Indy's going to get on the line here and call up the Cleveland Browns. Colts, they wanna, they're want they potentially interested in moving up. They've got uh, 13, 34, and 44, so that's an attractive option for the Browns. It's only a jump of three spots. Uh, Indy's going to offer 44. So 13, 44, and 142. And in return, Cleveland's going to give them 10 and 90. Okay. All right. I was making sure they were getting something back there. Yeah. No, I'm not going to fleece it, man. All if right. it doesn't go, if it doesn't go through, it's not going to happen. All right. Send it. I've got, I've got the Colts on top, Browns on bottom. Is that okay. the same thing you got? Yep. All right. Three, two, one. Survey says. The All Browns right. have accepted the deal. Yep. Yep. So now the Indianapolis Colts making sure they get up in front of the the L.A. or the the Las Vegas Raiders. Remove all temptation. Let's avoid a slide here. Justin Herbert is the pick here at ten to the Indianapolis Colts. That's a fun. That's a fun top ten. Like a different top ten. Yes, and that's. I mean, that's kind of the luxury of the uh, the combine having come and gone. Right, so you, yeah. you get to see some some finality on guys who are really staking their flag in the ground and making some noise. Uh, Jets on the clock here. This becomes a no-brainer pick for them. Jedrick Wills at 11. Home run pick. I know it's a a bit of a surprise, especially to see the Browns trade out. But they made this pick because the Las Vegas Raiders don't have a needed offensive tackle. So the Browns can pick up a higher draft pick, still get an offensive tackle, they just let the Jets make the decision for them. Is anybody interested in moving up to 12? Anybody that's no. offensive tackle needy, maybe now trying to make the Browns pay for their mistake? 
Uh, None yeah, at all. No, no, no the, the Cowboys are interested in moving up from, oh, from 17 okay. to 12. Yep. Hello, Dallas. What's up, Jerry? <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Mike. <laughs> I can't do it, Jerry. <laughs> what am I doing? Oh, no. Oh, okay. you, you put yourself out there, though, and I yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah, I tried. All right. So all the right. Cow- so, yep. The Cowboys. Cow- Cowboys in their 80s. Yes. All right. We want to go from 17 to 12. And we will. What is that going to take? Is that going to cost me 82? Five. Yeah, spots? it is. It yeah. is. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to offer you. And if it doesn't go through, we'll live with it. All right. Seven, so who you put who you putting on top? Dallas or Dallas up top Raiders on the bottom 17 and 82 for 12. All right. Hold on. Let me get this aligned here. I had it flipped. So we're going to put Dallas up top. And then we're going to put the Raiders underneath. Yep. 17 and 82 for 12. Yep. Send it. That's that's going to give me three picks in a row in the third round. I like that a lot. Let's uh, go ahead well, and send that. They denied it, so it doesn't work. Sorry. Oh, well, it, it was accepted on mine. What? <laughs> Congratulations. The Raiders have accepted your offer. All right, so let's make sure this happens. Cowboys moving up with the Raiders. I gotta make sure that, it works. That is a fu- that is a fun variable to the mock draft machine. There is some variability with trades that you can offer the same trade on more than one occasion and get different results. And it went through. So now the, the Dallas Cowboys have the twelfth pick. Da, 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 da. Well, who who did they move up for, Kyle? Derek Brown. That's exactly who they moved up for. Uh, they they need help in the secondary, man. But you aren't getting a defensive tackle like Derek Brown. Later, I can get some corners that I like later on, and uh, we got cap space in Dallas. We're gonna figure it out. But but Derek Brown sitting there on the on the board, and I'm looking at the situation here. I could see him as an option for a bunch of teams coming up between now yep. and 17. So yep. Derek Especially Brown, like 14, 16, yep. right? Yep. And I was a GM call. for both of those teams, and I'm like, nope, I can't pass on him. So. <laughs> So, so we went, we had some fun here. Dallas moves up for Derek Brown. Okay, Cleveland Browns back on the clock. They can wipe their brow. They're still going to get their guy. Andrew Thomas here is the pick. Oh, d- d- did nobody want to trade? Oh, well, you gonna you going to call me up? Nah. All right, well, then shut your mouth. Andrew Thomas is the pick for the Browns. <laughs> All right, Andrew Thomas, the pick for the Browns. Wow, the Buccaneers were sitting there, Kyle, and we were thinking the whole time, Holy shnikes. We can we get either get Andrew Brown and Andrew Thomas. Right. Either one will be available. No. Nope. And no, neither neither was there. Um part of me wants to sit here and pull the trigger on Javon Kinlaw, uh, defensive tackle from South Carolina. Part of me wants to see if somebody wants to get up in front of the Broncos, who we know would love to have a receiver. And Kyle, Judy, and Ruggs still on the board. Yeah. Well, is, what's Philly up to right now? They up? What's Philly really? up to? What's Buffalo up to? Right? What do I do yeah. there? I'm the GM for both teams. Yeah, let's let's make some magic happen, man. We're all, we're we got good timing. We got three picks left to make. We got plenty of time on the show today. So you take your time. Let's get real weird. Well, I mean, this is a difficult thing because I think both teams are logical trade up people. I guess you should start with the Eagles because it would be less far for Tampa to move back. Right? That would be attractive for them. So let's probably let's yeah, I think I have to do the the right thing here and we will have the Eagles offering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a deal here 
Are the Eagles go... on top or bottom? Eagles are on top. Them. They're on making the on offer. Top. So we want to get to 21 to 14. That's going to cost 53, right? Yep. Mm, we'll offer 53 and 117. Is uh, Philly going to get a late round pick back here? No. We want we, we need to go up and get a receiver, and we're serious about it. All right. All you right, ready? so 21, 53, 117, 4, 14. Yep. 3, 2, 1, send it. They took it. Done. The deal has it. been done. All right. The Eagles on the clock. Now, this is where it gets fun, because I get the pick between Judy and Ruggs. Ruggs. The pick is Ruggs. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't trade up in front of Denver if you didn't. If you were content taking Judy, yeah, we're picking rugs, getting that, yep. getting that speed, that dynamic vertical threat. Uh, dude never drops anything. His drop percentage last year was like two point one percent. I mean, just a total dream for an NFL offense, especially the Eagles, that can maximize him with you know Doug Peterson's scheme and Carson Wentz. So the the Eagles move up. Henry Ruggs the third is the pick. Denver Broncos now on the clock at fifteen. Um, Little, little bit heartbroken by the the Henry Ruggs deal, but at the same time, uh, there's a not so bad consolation prize in Jerry Judy. Let's not dare make the mistake of reading too much into Judy's combine. This happens every year where a receiver doesn't test like we thought they would. You watch Judy play football and run routes; he's going to be just fine. Trust me. So Jerry Judy at 15 here is the pick. For the Denver Broncos, unless anybody wants to trade up. I mean, I I personally wouldn't anticipate Denver moving away from Judy. Right. You know, so you get a little bit of a drop off here at wide receiver. Yeah. Judy's the pick. Lock it in. All right. Atlanta Falcons on the clock. I think there's I don't know. There's several options here. There's a lot of options here. Right. That that makes it interesting to move back. But. This is last pick of the day. I know. For the intermission. I can't. The Falcons can't move. The, the, the Falcons have to get an impact player, right? Like, I feel right. like they're There's, in a. You're sitting here looking at three players that their right. three biggest positions of need. Right. Are the top three players on the board. Yeah, but I'm not moving far. I'm not moving that far back that I'm taking myself out of the range to get one of them. And. All right. Well, I, I, we're gonna sit here and pick one. We're, we're gonna sit here and hold we on, are. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Okay. What are you um, offering? Who? I'm just making sure I'm covering all my bases here. I'm looking at the the Jaguars primarily. I, I know what you're thinking. What am I thinking? You're thinking about a defensive tackle. And I want to get in front of Carolina. Yep. And I want to make sure Atlanta doesn't pick him. Well, here's the thing about Atlanta. They don't they want to make sure they come away with Chase on or Kinlaw more than anything in the world. And so well, if they as, move if they move back to twenty, they're still in striking distance. Unless the Raiders trade out. Well, the Raiders have two picks in, in a stretch of three. We're not we're not open for business. We're taking Javon Kinlaw. Oh, you 
bitch. Send it. Done. Picks in. That's, that is the first round. What is this first round? I don't recognize it. <laughs> it was fun. Oh, my God. So we had Joe Burrow go one to the Bengals. Chase Young go two to the Redskins. That didn't change. Miami played a game of chicken, and it paid off with Detroit and the Giants. Detroit going with Jeff Akuda. The Giants going with Mekhi Becton. Miami takes two at five. The Chargers take Tristan Wirfs after his massive combine at six. The Dolphins trade up from 18 to seven with the Carolina Panthers, giving up 18-39 in next year's one to draft Isaiah Simmons, the chess piece for Brian Flores' defense. C.D. Lamb goes eight to the Cardinals. C.J. Henderson goes nine to the Jaguars. Justin Herbert in a trade up with Cleveland as they look to allocate more draft picks. Uh, Justin Herbert at 10 to the Colts. Jedrick Wills at 11 to the Alabama Crimson or to the New York Jets. <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide. Derek Brown avoids a big slide courtesy of Joe and the Dallas Cowboys in a trade up with the that was Oakland Raiders traded back. Las, Las Vegas. Vegas Raiders traded yep. back. We're off the rails here. Cleveland Browns, after trading back to 13 with the Colts, drafted Andrew Thomas. They got that fourth offensive tackle. The Eagles jumped up from 21 with Tampa Bay to get in front of the Denver Broncos for Henry Ruggs. The Broncos, in turn, take Jerry Judy, best available wide receiver. And the Atlanta Falcons spurn any potential trade offer with the Jacksonville Jaguars to leapfrog the Carolina Panthers to draft Javon Kinlaw at 16. Who are you most surprised to see on the board still? Chase on just because yeah, the edge same. talent this year, it's like is bad. You're yeah. There's nobody worth waiting on. And that's kind of the, the premier guy. So um, it's interesting. I don't know that he'll be a target amongst the first three picks tomorrow, but certainly maybe a, a target for a trade up. Yeah. Well, that's it. That That's where we're at for today. We're going to put a bow on this thing, wrap it up. Hope you guys enjoyed this mock draft scenario, part one of two. We're going to finish tomorrow. So come on back, see it, hit subscribe, leave us a nice review on the pod. If it so pleases you, Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino. Thanks as always for listening to the Draft Dudes Podcast.